Okay, let's start. Last time we learned, we began discussing strategies. Tachlis strategies, how to make sure that what we end up doing actually has any effect on our lives. I was so inspired by the davening this morning and by almost everyone here showed up earlier. And it was a completely, it's a completely different mahalach of tefillah. There's no rushing, there's no catching up. There's just being there present in the moment. So it should, that should really inspire us to keep on going on that direction. Because it was truly a transformative way of, 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 of davening. Even if you came a minute earlier, it was just very, it's very inspiring to me. I had a lot of free time. When? He's catching up davening so quickly. He didn't know what to do with him. He was just so... <laughs> anyway. So we're going to continue today to charge forth with this Indian of tachbulot, of trying to find strategies more and more strategies. And um, the way to get to this strategy is a very interesting way. The way, he, the way he's going to speak to us today, I think we're going to cover a lot of ground today just on a, on a, on a tachlis level. We're going to finish this. Oh, we're on page 21. And I guess it's the chapter, the paragraph that begins, Vehine. I think Yossi, you're going to very much connect to the beginning of this piece. Hopefully the end as well, but definitely the beginning. If what we're trying to do, if we want to like, well, let's say I'm going to get my act together. Binyamin, you're way too far, brother. I'm sorry. You feel it? Do you feel far? Or is it just physically far? Ah, l'chaim. L'chaim. If a person's not able to start off with like button of like, let's put on the Kedusha button, time to go, right? I, I want to become more connected, let me turn on a button. It's true, that's a very hard thing to do. Even, you know, how often we do get inspired and we think it's just like a button and it's not and then it discourages us. So he's saying, let's find another tactic. Let's figure out a different way how to come to hit orerut, to, to, to awakening. 
נשובנה אל דרכנו לרדת אל תחתית גופו של האדם ומשם להעלותו. Let's go back to the way we've been dealing with connecting to ourselves. Let's go back אל תחתית גופו של האדם, to the bottom place of man, ומשם להעלותו, and raise him up from there, as opposed to what? Trying to just like turn on the spiritual button and connect like that. Let's go to the, now, what's, what's the bottom place of man in this world? Anything that has to do with is physicality. When we're talking about the spiritual place, you know, the, high, the, the higher realm of man, we're referring to that place that wakes up from, from enthusiasm, from itlavut of dusha. But that's not always that easy to be in tune with that. So he's saying, well, let's not just wait till a person wakes up and feels spiritual. Let's go to another place where a person feels at least, on some level, woken up. Even where? In the realm of physicality. Now, what does this remind us of? Rav Kook. Remember? Yeah, Gufani, very good. Rav Kook says, you have to pay attention to something. You tshuva, 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 tshuva. When the body becomes healthy again, that is a spiritual awakening, even though you're saying, what do you mean spiritual awakening? I was playing ball. Do you know how close you can get to Kaddish Baruch if you knock off a tehillim right after you shvitz for an hour? Do you know what it does to you? You're talking from a completely different place. Doesn't Tanya also like say, bring the nefesh yeah. with you? Of course. Like, Everyone, like, yeah. Like bring it to the fight. Like, it's, it's, that's, that's part of it. It's part of it. it, it it's what it's there for. If it, <laughs> what else is it there for? That's the, that's the Tanya's approach. What else is the nefesh Bahamis there for? Huh? From my flesh, I will gaze on Hashem. Okay, so he says here like this. Sorry. Let's begin with a physical awakening. Remember, these are what? Strategies in order to do what? To become holy. And to be in tune with holiness. Every type of awakening, even if it's simply a physical awakening, he says here these two words that he, he said before, it's a key to the soul. Now, don't get confused, nefesh and neshama. I know nefesh is the lowest level of the five aspects of the soul. But whatever it is, he's saying, the any type of awakening you have, any type of strengthening of a muscle, any type of that, is really a mafteach for the nefesh. You know what's interesting is that you don't really see athletes become, become so spiritual, right? No, you do. Yeah? Where? Probably so. I'm thinking... I think the greatest example is Foreman. <laughs> I'm sorry, right. George Foreman. Yeah? Yeah, I got it. Reverend Foreman. I think Mark Jackson's also a preacher. Yeah, but then there's like 500 million that aren't. That's not right. Meaning, it's right. I mean, let's talk about where things are, you know? Huh? So how do you work with that? Right? Well, nobody, but that's one level. But the other level is, is that when you have such a, it, you have, they have so many, they have so much more of like a, a platform. Right, they have huge potential. Huge potential. Why I think, is that? Why are we saying that, that people who work themselves physically have such huge potential for a spiritual awakening? Because any type of awakening, it's very know, good. What, what's, what, how are we defining physical awakening? What is it? Shape. Working? Exercise, meaning. That's awakening? A, I mean, like, an awakening of the body. Sure. Treating your body good. Sure. 
being not conscious of. Sorry. Right. So what's a physical awakening? I have no idea. Health. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's true. It's not stuff that you're sitting here. You're here today for this one. It's true. This is yours. <laughs> So, yeah, why is it? Do you think of the next step? <coughs> you really want to focus on athletes. That they, that most athletes know about this like state called flow, which is like the, the flow is it's an amazing psychologist, uh, Csikszentmihalyi, his first name, and he, he studies the state of flow, which athletes and musicians and artists reach where they are in maximum uh, challenge of their abilities, but still within their capabilities. Minute after minute, second after second, and they don't break. It's, it's those it's artists in the zone. It's yeah, called, yeah. So in, in sports, yeah. it's called in the zone, and, and, and for artists, it's more like called flow. Um, where you know the, the you hear about those artists that spend twelve hours on a road just painting and then just collapse at the end, or or, or Kobe Bryant's eighty-one point game. We're like, okay, this is like okay, this guy was clearly on a whole another level, and I think that. You're right. I, I don't think that most athletes are. Um, we're looking at them for a spiritual awakening. But on the other hand, the fact that they have an understanding of what that means, right? I mean, isn't that what we're looking for? Yes. Like yeah. Now we would love to do that. What he's saying here is that that would be, we would be incredibly in, a, in an incredibly good place if that's where we got to spiritually. Yeah. But he's saying most of us can't just go find that zone spiritually, even when we have an awakening to get into that zone. It takes a lot of koyach. But the way that we can we start, he's saying over here, is hitorerut gufanit. Now, again, I want to explain, hitorerut gufanit, it's much easier to understand a spiritual awakening. What's a physical awakening? It's an awakening to being... Spiritually awakened means you're conscious. You're, you're awake, you're aware. You're aware that of what's happening to you. You're aware that your neshama needs something. So a physical awakening would be when you're aware what your body really needs to be more to, to be stronger. That you live with an awareness. And you're aware as well as the poison that it also, you know, unfortunately intakes and, and thus destroys. Gotcha. So we're only talking about an awareness. We're not talking about actually getting anywhere. In a spiritual awakening, we're not talking about achieving anything or reaching anything, just being aware. In, sp- in spirituality? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in spiritual yeah, awakening, because, we're just saying being aware yeah, of because you know why? the state of your spirit. Because that word achieving is, is sheker, okay. is a filter. That's sheker. That's, that's where Amalek comes and tells you, if you don't have that, you have nothing. Okay, but I, I'm, not, uh, I'm, I'm saying that we're all trying to get, we're all trying to do something. Right? But in spirituality, cool, right? in spirituality, yeah. you have to realize something. That was the, the different terminology, because what does achieving mean in spirituality? I've achieved a higher state of what? What could be the only thing you could really ch- achieve in the world of spirituality? I achieved a higher state of consciousness. Now, in the world of physicality, that means we're, we're, nothing. We're, we're here to try to strengthen our minds. We're here to try to achieve something. I mean, strengthening our minds would be achieving something, yes? But, but Wouldn't it, it? Not, not the way that we usually refer to the word achievement, to the, to the world of achievement. Well, no, in, this in, in physicality... Strengthening is, is, is not... The, the term you're using, strengthening, is a, is, is a consistent thing. Strengthen would mean that it has become strong. Not or, stronger. Right, but so strengthening that. means that it, we're always strengthening. We're always... That's fine, but, but we're, we're trying to make our minds stronger, to get more control of our minds, to get more spiritual thoughts. Right. And we're trying to 
Is anybody here not trying no, to I'm achieve or accomplish something? I'm, I mean, like, am I alone here? I'm saying that language I'm saying is, is, is no? perfect. 100% with you. No. I'm not saying it's the same in physical and spiritual matters. I'm just saying we're here to try well, to achieve something. Your body, if you're not moving your body, it's, it's, you, you really have to focus your brain. But if you are moving your body, the brain can kind of take into gear. Right. It's just another organ in the body. For example, if you're at a concert, um, you know, let's say you go to Jack Stadium, you Bruce Bruce, you years, you know, like, you know, 50,000 people, like 20 times in a row. I mean, Harsina is nothing like... I love it. This, I love it. No, it's... Yes. Yes. There's no... I skip this. I'm not saying the two of them are the same, but what I'm saying is that there's magnetism in the numbers. Right, right. And that your brain, whatever, whatever better or worse it is, uh, is very much a physical property of your body. Very much so. So I think that the only this is perfect what you said, Mamish. That's exactly what it is over here. There's no steer between the two. What he's going to say is, use that physical. Forget the word awakening because it's it's messing everyone up. Use that physical strengthening. I don't know what do you, what do you want to use? What kind of work we put in here? Use that physical inspiration. Physical inspiration. Or interaction. Interaction. Use the physical interaction that who has with who? No, that your body has. And try to translate it into something Into spiritual. something spiritual. Don't... It's a key. Well, it's right. A key. Develop it. It's a key. Right. It's a key to reach something else. But he's going to say most of us, the filter process says physical... It's a waste of time. It's, it's you know, nothing. I'll tell you on, on the flip side, I said it's like a term, maybe it's not on the line, but I have trouble getting bravo or... Really connecting to, I won't say overweight rabbis. No, you've said to but me, said you, you said like, to me, you like, can't take a bracha from an obese rabbi. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It could be, could be again, they have an issue, they have a condition, they don't realize it, they're just bloated. I mean, then you don't, like, it's not, it could be. But in, but in general, you think of like Tzadik, you think of, he takes care of himself right. and he's really tight on. The food part, like the aspect of like the physical, all around the essence. Yeah, lack of control. So, like, yeah. even Robert Brody's coming Sunday. Right. Like, this is someone who really is in control or, or puts real attention towards physicality and being in control of the physical and eating and healthiness in conjunction, not just for its own sake. I'm cool. Right. I'm sorry, my call. It's. Maftech lanefesh. Maftech lanefesh. That's right. He treats his body that's like right. a mikdash. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Well, he's gonna he's gonna make us work on that here now, the piyasetzne. But he's gonna make us be aware of the fact that we our filtering process usually lo It doesn't give it any real importance that area. Look what he said. What and why is that? So he has a beautiful mashal here. Mashal leish. Parable to a person whose son <coughs> was thrown into jail. Whatever the reasons were. The only way he can see his son, the only time the father has access to see his son is when the sar betasar, the warden, or I don't know, defend, whatever it is, opens up the jail cell in order to come and investigate the, the scene, the crime. So 
So the, 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 the silly father would say, listen, I, I can't talk to my son about anything because the jail cell was only open to be talked about a certain something, about his, about his crime that he did. So, but, uh, but the wise person says, It's true that the sar of the Beit HaSor, that the warden is the one that opened up the cell. But who cares what the reason is that the jail cell was open? The mitzvah is that door is open, and my son is in front of me. I'm going to hug him. Bless you, I'm going to kiss him. And I will speak to him loving words like what father with a son. Okay, what, is, what did he just say? Does anyone understand this, Marshal? And I have a question about the athlete. That what? That they come in with the with the sal mishpat, right? And they're like, oh, well, it's only about the sal mishpat. So they they look at their physical awakening only for the physical. For the physical achievement. For the physical That's what it's for. I trained for this. Right. Therefore, this can't bring me to anywhere else because my eyes were set on this goal. Yeah. No, 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 they don't necessarily say it can't bring them anywhere else. They're not looking to go The filtering process doesn't allow them to even put their eyes they're, anywhere they're else. On one right. No, but if you come and tell them, you know that you, you, you're, you know, you come to a person like, I don't know, tremendous athlete, who's a tremendous athlete today? You know, what's his name, Ronaldinho? You know him? Ronaldo? The, the, the soccer player? Yeah, I've seen his, his, his training, it's amazing. Come to a person like that, you say to him, you know, you could become mamish like a, huh? <laughs> right? He'll look at you like this is what I this is what I woke up at, at three a.m. for the last twenty years for. This is not what I woke up for. What do you? Don't bother me with this. My eyes are very much set on the prize. That's this is what I'm here for. You know, Dylan turned me off so much in an interview. I'm sorry, Yoni Mechila, but there was one, one interview. It's okay, Neil's turned me off a lot this year too. <laughs> Dylan turned me off in an interview when he was talking about it's people's problems when they make me their role model. You know what I'm talking about? Like, that, that's not his issue. Right, right. But he's saying, he's talking about that issue of role, and, and it's, at that moment you see, wow, a person that has been able to tune in so much into people's neshamas has no real shayachut. He does not. He's not evolving spiritually with the people that he's turning on. He's putting. He's saying that's whatever you made of me. That's your issue. That's not my thing. Now, upset. It's psychologically none of us can understand Bob Dylan anyway. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah, that, that, was, that was a spirit in, 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 in idols and worship. And worshiping idols. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> You're such a. Such a tikkun. The way he looks, he's like, no, Bob just is so makbid on Avodah Zarah. He doesn't want anyone to chas v'chalila, you know. Which, <laughs> uh, that's Mamash and Ishbitzer on Bob Dylan. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's a good thing. If you could help me figure that one with Neil, I'd be very, uh, very, very thankful. Yeah, I'm still trying to do this Ishbitz on him, and, I, and I'm still stuck with... A lot of areas that he might be Bilam's donkey, Gilgul of Bilam's donkey. <laughs> I can't figure it out exactly. <coughs> okay, so what is he? Look at the words, Kol Hitrakshut. Kol Hitrakshut davar midivrei haolam. Anything that a person gets mitragesh from, 
which means uh, emotional. excited, emotional. Anything about this world, what does it do? Forget about how holy it is or what it, what it isn't. It opens up a spark in his nefesh. Then the shaila is, what do you do with it? You can go to, you know, my friends went to Jerry's shows. They went to 400 of them, right? What did they do with it? I do have friends that Mamish took that inspiration and did Mekadish it. Not Mekadish the dead. They Mekadished what they were feeling inside of them. And many of them have made it to Yerushalayim. They don't attribute it to, to Jerry. They just say, I listened to, I, I, I realized that was alive. I did something with it. it it's possible. You have to realize the nefesh becomes a little bit revealed when, there's, when there is some kind of an awakening that you wouldn't attribute it necessarily to a spiritual awakening. Lachen, he says here, Nishtadel v'notzi'a yoter v'nitrapek alea bedivrei ahava v'ira u'machshava Torah l'Hashem. Therefore, let us try to spend a little bit more time of extracting the moments where our bodies even feel awake, where I feel more alive. There are moments that I feel more alive than not, physically. He says, let's nitrapek alea. That means like, uh, like greet it, like cuddle it. And... Let's try to see how you know we can make this, take this as, and direct them towards machshavot torot laHashem. V'chevan shekach shegam itrakshut gufanit potachat u'megala meat et nafsheinu. If that's the case, that a little bit of a physical excitement can open and reveal a little bit of our nefesh to us. That's what he's saying. A little bit of a physical excitement reveals our nefesh to us. Now that doesn't mean necessarily that you're going, to, you're going to realize that you're in a good place. You're just going to be in tune. I want to make that clear. Just because your nefesh is revealed to you a little bit, that doesn't mean, oh wow, I'm going to see right away how holy I am. No, it'll just show you where you're at. If you get much more excited from something that's coming from a place of tuma, you have to be thankful that you're awake to see that. But it doesn't necessarily mean, wow, I'm, so, I'm in such a good place. Okay, let's just let's, let's make that clear. So we have something, we have a place to begin with. Where to begin, where to bang on the, on the gates of our hearts. To call it from beneath, behind the iron curtain from where it's being held captive. That means our, our being. He uses Lashem here from Shlomo HaMelech, from Shir Hashirim. Open up for me. Lechi ivdi et Hashem avodat teora. Go and serve Hashem pure service. Hitrakshi vehitpaali beemuna ahava vira elavid barach. Now go get excited from purity. If you if you know what gets you excited, you see what you're like when you're excited and moved. Go and go and try to figure out how you do that. Bikdusha betahara. Can't hear you. I'm sorry. It's such a such a thin line here between Avodah Zarah and being inspired. It's just it's just like a it's a tight tightrope. That's why the Rambam said, "Well, that it'll bring us back to the machloket of the Rambam and the Rivet. Remember that machloket we had about imagining what's that? But but surah about about yeah yeah. I don't think it's exactly what you meant, but I think he'll show us here. Lemashal. And this is something all of us have. This is about six lines from the bottom. 
למשל, כל איש עבר עליו כבר דאגה של עצמו או זולתו שנוגעת לו כמו שלא, חס ושלום. Each person has come in contact with something that ממש makes him worried. Worried about himself, worried about other people. You, you, you know what that's like, right? To be worried. Uh, you know, financially, health for someone's health. You know what that's like. You know what that does to you, right? He's saying, be aware of your emotions. You know what that does to you. You're worried about your shalom bias. You're worried about your children's direction in life. Everyone has that, that thing, right? He says, Tsayer otan... I'm sorry. Asher bechol et shezokher ota, that at any moment that he remembers this worry, ומצייר אותה בדמיון חזק, and he... מצייר אותה, he... illustrates it right before him with a strong power of imagination. כאילו היא נלגד עיניו, as if it's right in front of him. Like for instance, if חס ושולם, I'm having שולם בייס problems, right? And it's really irking me. So he's saying over here, if you would take that and, and visualize that and put it right in front of you, what it would look like to chas v'shalom and the marriage, what that would be like, lo aleinu, ilis, put that right in front of you, libom mitrachich, your heart becomes soft, umitragesh af bocheh, and you might come to a place of shedding some tears. If that which isn't happening yet, but you put it in front of you, it could, it could shake you up. You know, the, I have to say, like, the last time I went to Stephen Esses' house with him, when he was still alive, so the whole, the whole family was sitting around and singing. And his son, I think it was, what's the son's name that's, uh, like, 14? Moshe. Gavi is the younger one? Moshe. Right, so Moshe was sitting there by the piano, and we were playing together songs. And... Um, I know this is really bad what I'm about to say, but I went to that place of the tziur of not what's in front of me, but chas v'shalom, unfortunately, what, what ended up happening. And it made that experience like 50 million times more powerful for me. In, in a good way. In, in really a good way. For some reason, just made me so much more in tune with what was going on at that moment. So he says over here, tzayer otan gam ata lefanecha, take your place of what you're going through in life. And don't be ashamed to visualize it right in front of you. Draw it. Draw it in front of you. And when you start to become awakened and you start to become disheartened, start asking yourself the following questions. Why should I break my heart and start crying for nothing? Why, why would you cry for nothing? Hello, Hashem lefanai. I'm before Hashem. Vani omed atalif nekisek vodoit barach. And I'm standing right now before Hashem's throne. If kelif ne Hashem shomea kol bechiot, that which worries you hasn't come into fruition yet. You become awakened and you realize I'm awake. If I'm, if I'm awake, let me realize what's really happening. I'm standing before Hashem's throne. Visualize that. It's right in front of me. He hears the crying. And with the, based on the Eitzah of the Ravid who allowed us to go to that place of illustration only for the sake of them growing out of it, but a starting point, 
become stronger and stronger. איך עלית אתה לפני הכיסא הכבוד לפניו יתברך. Strengthen yourself when you see that you chose to take that world of machshavas, and what did you do with it? Gewalt, did you elevate it? Because you chose to then take it and the level of standing before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as opposed to all the other dimyonos that we walk around with. Like, give yourself a little credit as to what you've done with your power of choosing how to illustrate machshavas, thoughts. What a schut you've kind of created yourself or was given to you to start crying and begging Hashem. And you'll see how tefillah, mo'il, mo'il doesn't just mean that it works. It means that it does good for you. Huh? Contributes to your general way of thinking. And I know we could have gotten very lost when it comes to just translating word for word. I want to just repeat this outside the text. He's saying like this. The moments that you realize that you're awoke and that you're excited, that something happens to you, what are you going to do with that? So he's saying over here, any type of excitement, any type of moment where a person becomes in tune with his emotions is a izdamnut. For what? Maftach nefesh. Because it's a, it's a key to your soul. Because the soul becomes revealed a little bit more and more each time you're excited. Now that does not mean that you're going to fall in love with what you see. Okay? Again, that does not mean that suddenly, wow, the nefesh is revealed. Give out, I did it. No, sometimes a person gets a little bit of a revelation of, of his soul and where it's at, and he, it frightens him to death. So the question is, what do you do in those moments? So in those moments, then you come and you use that same thing of, right now I'm in a zone, the zone, the flow, of being in tune, of it, based on my emotions, I'm excited. What am I doing? That Yes, it came from a very dark place of a physical, he threw shoot, whatever it is. I, a Bruce show, the half deal, or, you know, I went, a few weeks ago, I was, uh, I was in Denver, and I went on Motzei Shabbos to the Pepsi Center. The Nuggets were playing the Clippers, right? So it's an exciting thing for me as a kid to always go to an NBA game, no matter where I am, no matter if it's the Nets playing, I don't know. The, the, I hate to say it, the Lakers, yeah. <laughs> There's a physical, something happens to me every time I walk in, into that, into the, into the, the, every time and I see the colors and the noises and something happens to me now if I get really excited much more excited than where I was at Chalashudis so what happens what's being revealed to me part of my nefesh is that so I, should I be happy with what's happening the there, fact, there are worse things <laughs> to each their own That's a talking about me it's a recognizing yeah it's a recognizing of, of where you're at the pictures on the Super Bowl I got so excited I was so happy. 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 I was so you know, getting excited from happy thing. Well, it, it really doesn't, but toughness of all the toughness, eventually it does. But here he's saying over here, don't ignore the moments where other things excite you to say, 
I can't figure out. This has nothing to do with who I really am. And use everything as an opportunity. Everything, but especially things that you, the filtering process usually says you can't do anything with this. Why? Because Sar Beta Sar is the one that opened up the jail cell. You understand? You understand what he did here? Mm-hmm. This is how we look at our lives. Those moments of right. of this excitement can't count, right? that can't count because I can't mm-hmm. talk to myself now because Brady excited me. So Reb Nachman, I'm going to bring him into the Ma'kesher. He's saying, who cares what opened the jail cell? The door is open. It's the whole thing with like the anti-Zionist religious people. Put the oh, yeah, wow, that's very interesting. They say that the people who started were religious. And we say, who cares? <laughs> okay, right? Hashem used them. The, cell, the door is open. Yeah. Very good. Very good. All right, we'll continue with Hashem on Sunday. And we'll see... Uh, He's going, to be, he's going to freak the daylights out of us uh, on a Sunday. Thursday, we have a beautiful piece from Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter on Parshat Mishpatim. I found something in Rav Yaakov Meir on the Parsha. I want to do it Thursday, Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Thursday morning.